Hello, welcome to Live with Lil the podcast episode three. I don't mean to show off, but I have upgraded my little sound recording setup here. Oh, I wonder if you can hear that. Something just clicked on in the home. Still coming to you from Zach's parents' basement in the Midwest of the United States of America. Uh, But I'm feeling a little bit full of myself this week because usually I sit on the floor with my celebrity microphone in front of me, uh, my fleece over the back of the chair that sort of goes then over me as well. And then I have my uh, little laptop close by, blah, blah, blah. Everything's plugged in together. Whereas today I am sitting on a padded chair never felt quite so fancy in my whole life. And (laughs) I have the microphone on a little desk. And then I have two stands that usually hold the sparkly backdrop for the YouTube Live with Lils. I have those stands sort of holding up the fleecy fluffy leopard print blanket, almost like a circus tent. So it's over those two poles and then I am effectively the third pole, the microphone's in the middle and my laptop is sort of keeping the other side of the blanket from hitting the laptop. And then all the lights are off around me because I felt like the lights were making noise. I've turned into one of those people that can just hear noise everywhere. So I hope this feels, I hope this sounds as good as it feels to me because just to be on a chair rather than on a floor I don't know I suddenly feel very professional so I hope it sounds good <laughs> thanks for being here welcome back episode three um I wonder if you're listening to these in order as I said last week we're going to roll these all out together from episode one to episode six So we're sort of halfway through the day-by-day rollout of these episodes so that we can start to become in sync with the YouTube live. So we do the YouTubes on a Sunday and then we'll put out the podcast version of it on a Tuesday. Anyway, I wonder if you're listening to them in order. So if you are, hope you enjoyed last week. This week, episode 103, titled The Asset, written by Jed Whedon and Marissa Tantarone, directed by Mylan Chalov. Uh, the blurb is Dr. Franklin Hall has been kidnapped. Colson and his team are assigned to rescue him. I feel like I need to get somebody on these that wrote, that writes the summary. I feel like that's quite a lot of pressure. I wonder if it's someone in the writer's room. We'll find out. I'm going to write myself a little note about that. Find out writes I wonder what they're called officially the summaries don't think they're called blurbs officially okay written myself a little note let's see if I can have someone on that does those things what a lot of pressure anyway this week is a slightly different format that I did in the YouTube live because 102 last week when we had Brett Dalton on I accidentally let in a bunch of people into the zoom too early because I put out the zoom link halfway through the watch along on YouTube and then people fill into the waiting room and then when the episode is finished I let people in to ask a question. Well I had forgotten to enable the waiting room didn't I on my Zoom uh, which resulted in a very happy exciting accident where as soon as I put the Zoom link out and people joined onto the Zoom they just came into the screen that I was sharing with Brett and Zach. So that was just so fun so that ended up being about 20 people 
on Zoom with Brett and I and Zach. And so it turned in and it really made me nostalgic for Comic-Cons because it turned into a little bit of a Comic-Con panel. And questions were sort of across the whole show, across the season uh, one, and then also to do with the episode. But we kind of jumped around and everybody on the Zoom got a question, then everybody in at the end uh, to wave and everything. But it was brilliant and such a cool... I don't know, such a cool way to do it, I felt. I really enjoyed it. And also, it was great. Once I got my technical skills <laughs> to the point where I could remember how to put the Zoom link into the group chat. Now, I had a bit of an issue with that this week. Not quite sure what was going on, but I couldn't get the um, the chat to scroll up to put it in. Anyway, managed to get that in there. And then it was brilliant because as I was answering questions and saying, oh, was it that season? Which episode was that? There were experts on the Zoom that could hold up. That was season six, that was season four. So I sort of got fact-checked in real time, which was brilliant and really useful. And I'm sure it's um, made it less frustrating for people watching along that I got corrected in the moment rather than screaming at the screen or trying to type it in the chat a bazillion times before we would notice it and then I could correct myself. So that was, for me, that was like quite a nice um, sort of instant feedback lesson. Uh, Zach is on there again, fielding some brilliant questions from the chat. And we really delved deep into this one, into uh, behind the scenes of the episode and how certain things were shot and why, and then also into the series in general, and sort of spanned all seasons. So it was brilliant. I absolutely loved it. Also, this was an extremely special episode for me, because it did start my love affair with props, specifically Simmons goggles. This was one where we were out doing a night shoot, and Simmons had these special goggles, and they let me try on different options, the props team, Scott Bauer and his team, who was coming on later episodes, they let me try on different goggles. And I immediately said, oh my gosh, it has to be these ones. Because they are, they were huge, but then they had lime green lights to them. So they sort of had a border of fluorescent, glowing lime green light, which I love lime green. If you see my YouTube header, it's lime green. I own too many lime green things. In my mind, leopard print and lime green go really well together. I have yet to meet somebody else that shares that opinion. But, uh, oh, and also the microphone, as I speak, it goes lime green, sort of comes up and plays up. And then when it when I speak too loudly, it goes to like a yellowy color. So basically it's telling me lime green good. So, you know, it's everywhere, apparently. Anyway, these goggles were started my love affair with goggles and props in general, and they feature in this episode. And to me, it's just so Simmons. I did a, a charity merch rollout a few years ago for Smile Train, which is a cleft lip and palette charity that Zach and I support, and they're amazing people. And I did a, you know, where you release a sweater and uh, T-shirts and things. And I used the image of... Simmons in those glasses. So I, I'm just obsessed with it. I'm saying I did that. Let me just double check. I'm almost certain. <laughs> just googled it. Yes, I did. 
here we go. That was another, um, that's a great example of my memory. So thank God there were lots of people on the Zoom that knew in real time could check my facts. Seeing as I didn't have a guest to ask questions, it was me answering. I was the guest this week. So I'm glad that I had people there just to sort of double check what I was saying was correct. So I hope you enjoyed this week's episode. It really is all about the fans of the show this week and people that were wonderful enough to watch along to the YouTube live. And clearly they just know so much more about the show than me. So I'm so glad that you were there. Thank you for everybody that came on. I love that last week was a happy accident and it birthed this one. Let me know what you think. Comment, rate, review, subscribe, send us an email. Livewithlilpodcast at gmail.com. Livewithlilpodcast at gmail.com. Send me an email. Tell me what you think. Write us a review. Would love to do this again at some point. I think could be good. And then also thank you to Zachary Burr-Abel, of course, for monitoring the chat and just generally being a wonderful co-host. And, you know, if you want to hear more about Agent Tad and how that all came about and who is Agent Tad and how the heck do we get to meet Agent Tad, played by Zachary Burr-Abel in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., sort of, let me know because... uh, I don't know, potentially we could make that happen. What's the worst they could do to me now, hey? Hey, thank you so much for being here. I hope you're enjoying these podcasts. I'm absolutely loving doing them. Let me know how the sound quality is on this one because I do feel like I've upgraded my comfort level and I hope I haven't downgraded the sound quality. Keep the suggestions coming on what I should call this celebrity mic that I get starstruck by. Let me know of stickers that you find out. Let me know what you would like the prize to be of the raffle that we're putting in, putting all the comments in um, and we'll pick one at random. I think for the mid-season finale seems like it would be good or just randomly throughout, throughout the recording of this podcast. Let me know what you might like the prize to be. Uh, Let your imagination run wild. Comment, email, rate, review, subscribe. I feel like I've ticked them all off the list there. Uh, I could go on forever, but I would love for you to start listening to this YouTube live that we did of 103 Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. watch along. Thank you so much for being here. It is a pleasure to have my little dulcet tones in your ear holes. Yeah, I don't know. Still doesn't sound quite right, does it? Hey, I'm so glad you're here. Here we go. 103, the asset. Welcome to level seven. This is actually a bit thrilling. Someone really wanted our initials to spell out shield. We have a small but active fan base. We are unstoppable together. You guys are my family. We never move on. We hold that place in our heart, even after we say goodbye. We are not agents of nothing. We are agents of shield. I wish you could see what we were doing just before this. Nothing weird, just really. It's been a busy day today. It has been a busy day. We just ran and skidded into um this live which is my favorite time of the week getting to see you guys and chat to you um hang on let me just move me back over it's my show. fault really that we're a little bit late because we're, you were helping me we've just had a very busy day haven't we it has been. um but we are here <laughs> now and pretty much on time it was just we were like okay oh gotta get to the light <laughs> we made it we made it so this week um i wanted to see about trying something a little bit different um because last week when i accidentally let 
a bunch of lovely people into the Zoom before I meant to because I had not enabled the waiting room what's it and oh, oh, oh. what's wrong nothing what happened nothing i just got my engagement ring on oh my god <laughs> always <laughs> um uh, all day too probably have you had it all that you did have it on earlier actually I don't know. I don't know if you did either. It's hard when you're working out and yeah, and running errands and yeah, just that. living your life. Yeah. Um, so my plan for this week was to see about bringing a bunch of people on. No. Earlier. What? Yeah. And then if you guys have a question about 103 that we're going to watch this week on Netflix, then there's a raise your hand function. Yeah. And then I would be able to see, and then you can ask me questions as we're watching it. And then at the end, when the episode is over, then I'll open it up for more um, like broad questions like we would do every week. And I just wanted to see, cause it is amazing having guests and I absolutely love picking their brains, but I just wondered if this week you guys were the guests and if you had questions about this episode or about season one in general, because this episode might be a bit too specific, then um, we can just see how this goes. Did that make any sense? I, th I thought it made a lot of sense. Well, thanks, Ray. I'm right on the same page as you. Hey, what is your job again during these lives? To monitor the questions. So let me get on the ch Oh, I was holding up your thing. No, I was holding up your phone. It's like, no, that's what you're doing. No, this is what I'm doing. Let me turn the volume down here. Yeah, for goodness sake. What an amateur. To the live chat. Okay. Oh, and I can see them going. <clears throat> oh, happy early birthday. Thank you, guys. Yeah, it's tomorrow. It's tomorrow. Just a couple of Virgos here. Just Mind a couple our of own Virgos. business. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I don't, birthdays, I mean, birthdays are wonderful. I never... I guess it's just going to be a super chill one. I'm very excited. You about like it. see me? I'm like, no, I'm on the live chat and I'm like doing the renegade. Yeah, which I get it. That takes a lot of practice. It does. It does. Hey, you guys. Um, I think the first thing I'll do is give out the Zoom. Oh, no. Oh, you're going to give it out now? Oh, I don't. I'm all of a fluster. I feel like I'm um... right. So I'm gonna go. Oh, there's a there's a question for Zach. And on give out here. the Zoom link now in the chat, so that you guys can have it. Because I'm gonna be having people in earlier. Sorry. Yeah, uh, my hair did grow already. Certainly since you cut it from the last video. That's true. Um. Boy, I feel like I'm gonna mess this up. Just an unbelievable amount of happy birthday wishes. Oh, you guys! Thank you. I'm um. Here's yeah, one get... for you, babe. Uh, if yeah, you babe. could change one line or plot point, what would you change? Oh, I mean, I'm still not over Ward being bad. Like, I wish it was someone that, someone that we didn't really know and didn't really care about. Um, do you think that? How do I put stuff in this chat? I mean, I don't. It wasn't specifically to you. I think it could. I could also answer it, and I would say that uh, Agent Tad would have. Not made a great baddie. Made it made a great baddie. Yeah. What am I doing wrong here? Why can't I not put this in the chat? I think you need to go just down further. You just can't scroll all the way down there. Oh, 
my gosh, a whole new world. Right, putting the Zoom link in the chat now, and then I'm going to press play on a countdown, and then um, I don't know how many people I'm going to invite in, but I want to say like 20. Um, and you'll probably be muted. And then if you have a question about 103 or season one in general, as we're watching along, then you can do the raise your hand function. Because you're going to fill the waiting room and then you're going to randomly select. Here it comes, right here right. it comes. Maybe put it in like a bunch of times. Yeah, a bunch of times, putting yeah. it in now, a bunch of times. Here comes the Zoom link. Let me know if this works. In it goes, yes, yes. Oh, happy early birthday. I guess it's 12.06 somewhere. Where's that? Cat Harlem, who was Agent Tad? When did he appear? Um, that was me. Zachary but I Abel. played Agent Tad. On we episode. figured out what episode. Was you should nine? come and do the live for it. I think <laughs> from, it was from the cutting room floor. Right. Well, I tell you, Here my we inspiration. Go. Right. Oh my gosh, it's already filled up. It's full. It's done. <gasps> but keep going because sometimes people leave and, you know. Um, right. Gonna press play. Three, two, what? Oh, so here's. Oh, I, so I'm on Netflix. I'm right at the start before the. Da, 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 you know that ABC bit? Bum, 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 bum. Yeah. So pressing play on one. Ready? Three, two, one. Yes, here it goes. Oh, whoa. That was a good uh, impression. Here comes the Marvel thing. This one is called The Asset. Is it just so cool? Like the Marvel logo stuff at the beginning. I just love it. Yeah, just the whole thing is cool. Well, I remember the um, all the some, stories about the filming of this. Gary Brown shot this bit. Some great product placement there, too. Of that van? Rocky Mountain Paper Supply. Yeah, but I think that's a fake van. Is it? Yeah. There's no real Rocky Mountain Paper Supply. No, when you go to when you go and choose as a director or like producers, when you go and choose these um, you know, vehicles, you go to this big uh looks almost like a used car dealership at like on the outskirts of LA. And there's just every single type of car from every era, trucks. I know for the Sarge truck, I was along because I was shadowing Clark on 601. And I went to go and he was uh, like choosing the different, what Sarge's truck was gonna look like. And they just have crazy futuristic cars. They have like cars that look like they were in Mad Max. They have that, it's just so cool. Um, I don't wow, remember the address, I remember but... this. Look at that, flying oh, in the awesome. air. Hmm. Uh, someone just asked, what was it like working with Simon Cassianides and Luke Mitchell again in a completely different series, The Safe Six? Right, I'm admitting, I don't know, 20 people, just FYI. Um, it was so fun. We're very close friends with Luke Mitchell and Simon Cassianides. Um, so we loved them. We loved doing that. I can put a little link to it here. Hi, everyone. Do you feel like that's a bit loud? Yeah, let me turn it down. Well, maybe just a tiny bit. Okay. Hi, you guys. Wow, what's up? I'm so excited to try this for this week. Hey, how about we leave it at that? What do you think? I think that's a good amount. A good amount. So hi, you guys. It's like 20. Hi, hi everyone. 15. Hi, Miranda. Hi, Christy. And I and someone with Christy, I don't know your name, but hi. <laughs> hi, Kinsley. Hi, Ali. Hi, Sam. Hi, Emily. Hi, Isa. Isa. 
Isa. But where? Isa. Isa Simka. Are we saying it right, Isa? Um, yeah, I was just like, I just put it shorter. What's well, a gorgeous name? Willa, Serena, who I, oh, I can't see your guys' names. Gwendiana? Oh my gosh, what, what a gorgeous name. What a great name. name. I've never Gwendiana. heard Gwendiana. Um, Vignesh, and oh, I can't see your name. Emma, Sam, oh. Emily. Oh, this is so awesome. So how many of you are watching 103 right now on Netflix? Oh my God, amazing. So as we go, I'll probably be chatting like, I don't know, boring stuff that you don't want to know about. So if you have something that you're watching along and you're like, ow, I want to know. Oh my gosh, Miranda's on here again. Miranda! Miranda, old friends. Um, Then just, there's a function where you can put your hand up, but also you could also just put your hand up because <laughs> I will see it. Um, And let's just, watch the episode and see how the heck we get on um i remember that this was such a fun costume fitting for chloe because anytime we get to wear sweatpants in a scene is just amazing and little did she know she would have the most uncomfortable costume in the whole world to wear for the next five years <laughs> so <laughs> she she was so excited about this fitting because you just get loads of fun. oh my gosh there you are look how tiny we are i remember that stuff we were spraying stank and so i just spent all day feeling like i was inside some kind of weird machine so basically you're just with me <laughs> it's just with you i was giving you real life hang experience. on i gotta just stop talking about your flatulence because willa's got a question oh okay so you were talking about costume fittings and i actually wanted to know how getting a costume made for you works um so like daisy's like daisy's 1930s gown which is I'm just desperate to make because I, I love that dress so much. Isn't it so gorgeous? Oh, that yeah, um, such a great question. So when, when we have stuff made, everything we wear is tailored, which is something that you guys should all know whenever you see any actor on TV ever, they have had all their clothes tailored perfectly to fit their body. So even just a normal looking t-shirt, they, it's never, we always get so much help and that's why people are good on screen it's there's it's a lot the of rack. work yeah there's a lot of like you know i buy a t-shirt i'm like why does it just not look as good as it does in the show and it's because they we have a tailor on site at all times so in your fittings they tailor everything anyway um but when you have something made you go in as normal for your fitting you usually have the fitting the week before you start shooting that episode so while you're filming the one before you have your fitting and for something like that dress or like the suit that I wore um in season seven you just go and they just take your measurements like anything else no does it work no do you know I think for the suit because they have our measurements they pick the fabric so they go in and like lay the fabric on you to see if it goes like with your skin tone and your hair color and everything and then once they decide on the fabric then you can say oh i love this color or that and they'll have the costume designer whitney for daisy's dress she um showed our bosses all different kinds of designs and then they draw the design 
and especially for the superhero outfits they there's this special place in LA where they go and they design it all and they have like 3D models of it so they can see all the different parts of it um and then you go in for like a pre-fitting where they've kind of just loosely sewn it all together are you a like do you yes that's called a mock-up okay so they do the mock-up we get Will's an expert. Willie, you should. No, probably... I'm not. It I, like, I started. Like, I started sewing again in like February, but yes, I know. Oh, that's awesome. So, um, by the way, expert, these glasses but... were my most favorite glasses of all time. That's what you have as your TikTok profile. I did. I think. I, did I change it? They Maybe used to not. be. They used to be those. Yeah, glasses. because I just absolutely like that. Was start, I was this started my like, love affair with glasses. Out. I should have got props on. <laughs> I love those glasses. Anyway. Um, so it works as it would a normal um, fitting willet. So you you go in, you do the mock-up and then you go in again and you get it fitted again. And I mean, our tailor was just so amazing that he just sort of knew our shape and what would look good. And yeah, then you go in for a second fitting and it's kind of just ready to rock and you're in your trailer. So that's it. So they only have, I mean, he probably had a couple days to actually make it along with all the other stuff that he's doing. So, I mean, they just go so quickly. Yeah, nuts, he's amazing. That, that sounds awful to make that dress in, in two days. But. Yeah, it's a lot. I should get Henry on here. That was his name, Henry. You should get, yeah, it's probably still his name. It's still his name, his name is Henry. <laughs> um, Emily, what's your question? Hi, it's so Hi. good to see you. You can actually see my face this week because like last week I was wearing a mask. But- oh, I can. Oh, I can see you. Yes. Okay. So my question was, because I just saw a scene with you and Fitz, and I remember you said in past interviews that you thought that you were like brother and sister at first. So I'm just wondering, would you have acted differently if you'd known that you guys were going to end up being romantically involved? Hold on. Hold on, Emily. Let me just... <laughs> just... Sorry. Now go ahead. That's okay. such a good question. Um, I don't think so, because I think... Fitzsimmons weren't thinking along those lines. So then I think as an actor, I wouldn't have. Um, It's one of the reasons I think I'm so grateful that they told us very little information because it meant that then we couldn't play too far ahead. Um, Because I think then it just, you're in a different headspace to your character. It doesn't really work. That's such an interesting question. Uh, No, I think I would have played it the same because they would have not that just wasn't crossing their mind to be romantic. But I had forgotten watching this, I watched this episode last week and I had forgotten how bickery we were. Like all our, li- I should sh- I should pull up one of the scripts, but all our lines were basically, uh, in a script, you, you know, you have lines one under the other, but all our Fitzsimmons lines were next to each other like this. So basically our direction was just say all your lines at the exact same time. and they wanted this like bickering kind of vibe, pop, pop, pop. pop. I just can't believe how young Ian looks in Everyone, I mean, look at Brad. Yeah. But Ian does. I I think he was also like, he'd just just done that Ryan Gosling movie. And remember they wanted him like super skinny. all that swimming. And all that swimming. And so he was like, just, you know, he was slight. He was slim 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 and slight oh my gosh i miss this lab so much ali ali hit me first of all i just want to say i think you're amazing and i love you so much um 
Thank you. I love you too. Thank you. Um, what was your favorite season to shoot, like out of the seven? I don't know. Oh, I think it's funny because when I watch them, I go, I'm, I'm like, now watching season one, I'm thinking, oh my gosh, this was my favorite. This was amazing. But I think it has to be season seven because there's something about us knowing it was the last one that just made everything feel so loaded and special. Um, and we were all just so comfortable at that point. Like in all of these scenes we're watching now, I'm terrified to within an inch of my life. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it was crazy stressful and exciting because it was exactly. like there was so much hype around the show yeah. that it was like. Well, there were lots of people on set all the time and like kind of big, scary people the big wigs. from yeah. in suits from all these different places and they were lovely all of them but as an actor you just feel like oh my gosh I'm gonna get fired any second whereas by the end we were just <laughs> rolling in and <laughs> well, like by the end they were like up. tearing down all the stages around that yeah. Stage. <laughs> yeah exactly we're like oh well here we go <laughs> thank um, you yes thanks for your question yeah I love these two acting together Ian Hart is yeah they're great um and it was nice because he's Fitzsimmons lecturer professor so I felt like Fitzsimmons like he was that idol I sat you're gonna have to correct me on your name in case I said it wrong you can just say my last name Simcoe um I know the scene already passed but I, do you know how they were able to make like the truck flip like all those cars in the beginning was that all CGI I think they flipped the car. I think they flipped it and um, I think they, they, so you film, so when you do, it was a bit CGI and this is me remembering from a long time ago. And if anyone watches any of my YouTube videos, my memory is not the best. So this is how I think it was that they would have filmed the car flipping on its own without the truck. And then they would have filmed the car, the truck coming down and then, and swerving as if the car flipped over. And then they would have filmed what you call a plate, which is just um, like a blank, without anything moving through it, that same shot. So the camera would have been in the same position. You'd have filmed the flip, the lorry, and then a blank slate. And then they would have put it together in post, but all the cars you see flip, we really flip them. Like they have, they're attached to wires and then there's um, like uh, compression springs that you can put underneath the back wheels of a car and then they press a button, you know, oh, half a mile away it. and it pops it over the top. So those things really happen. And in fact, in the pilot, though, the police no what there was some car that exploded i forget what kind of car it was now anyway those bits went way further than they thought they were oh i go. remember that remember yeah. they were all on fire and yeah. i mean no one got hurt but it was one of those moments i remember where... you telling me about it oh it was... my gosh this scene this was when i think i fell in love with chloe and ian and just knew that we were gonna have such a good time because it's this scene and then there's another scene after this in that that we filmed kind of back to back we could not stop laughing and Ian does this thing with his hands where he's like explaining the gravitonium and he's like it does this and then it does this and then it was like this and 
you'll see you'll see when you watch it chloe can hardly look at him in the eye i'm like a little robot because we're just crying on the inside we were talking the other day about um you call it corpsing in a scene because you basically kill the scene it's when you can't stop laughing and that's it you just can't do they stop. put the blooper reels out are those on like the extended on the dvds and stuff i'm seeing yeses because they do it like every year. Well, I didn't go to all of yes. them, but on some the rap party, some of them, some, some of them. them. At the rap party, there's always like a a segment to where everyone kind of like the lights go down and they put it up, and it's like bloopers from the out like throughout the season. So I wonder if it's the same. Like I wonder if the, if we've seen bloopers that are on this, yeah. the same ones. The trouble is when you laugh like that, it's. It's not exactly funny for anyone else. It's only funny for us. So I feel like maybe that didn't make it on the blooper reel. Sometimes because... everyone laughs though. <laughs> I don't know. When you're on like day 13, uh, hour 13 and people just want to go home, yeah. it's definitely less funny. Well, and it's not Look like it's- Look at our hair, it's so curly. Yeah. That's Ian's natural hair. That is his natural hair. And then when we had to do the flashback in season, I want to say seven? six thanks sam thanks olivia yes gwen six um they had to put a little wig on him like a little topper like a little toupee <laughs> <laughs> and he clipped it into his hair because <laughs> it was so short so it was much shorter yeah it's, i mean he hasn't it. had long hair like this since probably season i one. forgot about it yeah look how curly all our hair is it was soon after this that the bosses came down and said you gotta stop curling the girl's hair and it was like too blah, 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 boom. Yeah, it didn't quite maybe make as much sense as it could have done. Which was great because then it meant like half an hour less in hair and makeup. Emma, what's up? Hi. Hi. So I kind of have a general sort of industry question. Okay. I'm a costume and wardrobe technician for theater. Oh, awesome. And yeah, and so I think it's kind of like a very different world between live theater and film television. And I was just wondering, like as a person, like as an actor, as any person within that world, what made you choose to go through one avenue versus the other? Um, oh, great question. I fell in love with theater from being uh, from being in high school and that's what I wanted to do and I had no interest really in film and tv I trained in theater classically trained in you know the in Shakespeare and um I that's what I wanted to do that was my dream to be on stage for the rest of my life and then I came out of drama school and just did not book any theater gigs and started booking student short films and then low budget feature films and sort of learn on the job because you don't really train in film and tv it's more theater at least in england you don't really go to drama school and like it's it's theater based I, yeah I, I mean maybe in la there's like acting classes that are like specifically but if you go to like a drama school i, I mean i, I haven't been yeah it's all like theater. when i was all the I mean, I'm also older than all of you guys, but it's like, you didn't learn theater, like you didn't learn film and TV acting at a drama school in the States at that time. Maybe no. you do now, but. I think, well, I think they're basically the same, but I think I just really wanted to do theater, but I just couldn't get a job in theater. <laughs> so then I started booking stuff in film and I thought, well, if I'm gonna 
do this I need to go where all the films are being made because I'm like there's something about me that was much more suited to film and tv than theater I would still love to do theater um but uh, it'll hopefully that's I think in you're going to end up on the west end or on Broadway at some point I would love that I mean I would be so scared but I would love that but I'd I'm be also... there at every performance <laughs> Throwing the roses. Yeah, throwing roses. <laughs> and maybe some boxer briefs. Yes. Yeah. You yes, know yes. I was there. Yeah. Yeah, with your initials on it. <laughs> Taken. <laughs> Do you find it's hard to switch avenues at all, but when you like kind of go down one path versus another? Because I feel like with costuming, it would be very hard to like suddenly switch gears having so much experience in one version versus another. I think it is. I think they're very different worlds with slightly different contacts. Um, but it's definitely not impossible. It's just knowing, you know, for you, it would probably be knowing somebody that already works in film and TV that you could have some work experience with or, you know, can get you in for a, for the day and just kind of see what that's like. But in terms of the skill set, I mean, so much of it is the same. In acting, I mean, I would assume in costume too, that you know all your skills would be transferable um but yeah I think it is I think it's I think it's easier well I don't know I was gonna say I think it's easier to go from film to theater but I actually don't know because now I, I think I don't, I don't As, know I'm not from like sure. a from like a skill set or from no, a, career, from like a standpoint. career standpoint I think it's I think whatever you can know. break into first as an actor go down that path that's feeding you and then you can switch over when you've kind of built built a good reputation and a good body of work. I mean, that's what I'm hoping anyway. Um, I'm going to do Miranda and then Sam, I saw your hand up go to. I will say yeah. for, I, I think that, while I think the industry is changing a lot, I think that it's decentralizing out of LA. But I think that, because when I, when I went to school, I mean, I went to school for business and then moved to New York and like started taking acting classes and whatnot. And it's like that like New York at that time, and from what I hear from other people, is it's it's still quite closed off to people that haven't come from like the NYU's or the Carnegie's or like the Yale's and like this. LA, at the time that I went, it was like, oh, you're new, come read. And I think that that's why it had such a, a like a major gravitational pull. Yeah, I think film is more open. And so then I think that film and TV was just like, oh, you want to read for a play in New York? It's like, good luck. Have you not gone, do you not know all of these people? Mm. It was really difficult. Yeah. So I just think it was a little bit more. Well, I guess if you've already cracked into the theater world, maybe then it would be easier. Yeah, I think then you, you have an advantage. But I also think that things are changing. Like I, 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 I foresee the industry decentralizing a lot over the next 10 years that like yeah. this, this that we're all on, I just think is going to really open up the entire world to participating in an industry that was like really different that like you had to physically be in like three cities and you can make your own content changing. now with youtube yeah. and everything um there's been so many uh videos and gifts made of chloe in this dress by the way i think this was my first time i discovered gifts like that shield had gifts <laughs> also this was so long for her to shoot and then all our side we did in like an hour also <laughs> and they were there for 14 hours and we were like how was your section in scene six to ten and she was like oh my god it took two days and we were like oh we're gonna do an hour we're done by lunch um anyway 
Sam, what's up? Um, hi, first of all. Hi. I'm just really nervous. Hi. Um, my question was like, how was it working with like Kyle McLachlan and um, Ruth Nega and just how was that experience? Oh, I mean, they were both amazing and both the kind of actors that just, they just have it. I mean, this was before Ruth was nominated for her Oscar and- Like right before. Yeah. Um, well, she, maybe she had filmed the movie already, but it wasn't out yet. Um, and she just, and Kyle, like they just have that. What we, when were we talking about this? Oh, we're talking about Jen. They just have this. Um, <laughs> we yeah, were, we were saying yeah. about Jennifer Grey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, they just have this presence that they walk into a room and you just know that they're there. And then you see them on camera and you go, oh my God, I get it. And you like lean in and um, yeah, they were both amazing and, and both meticulous. I think um, something that's been so amazing for me like coming up on the show was that the people that are known to be the greats the people that go get nominated for oscars like kyle who's just been in everything for years and really i don't know if he's he, he doesn't he doesn't have anything to prove and he could have probably just come on our show and just coasted and kind of known his lines a bit and had his lines read to him each time which there's a lot of actors that do do that he didn't like anyone that's a master in my experience, they are the most prepared. They care the most. They, they think about every line. They have 10 different ways that they could do it. Um, yes, they were both amazing. Yeah, I'm so excited to see the girl in the flower dress. I think that's what we called it, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Great question. I just Thank remember you. her being on the show and like you talking about her and then we saw She's her so someplace sweet. and then yeah. we ran into her at some party. And she'd like just gotten nominated yeah, for Oscar. Yeah, we're like, hey, like, this is crazy. <laughs> you were just like, you're what? I mean, it was crazy. I remember. And she was so and nice. She's like, girl. hey, Zach. I was like, how do you know me? <laughs> yeah, she I wasn't so on nice. it. Yeah. yeah, she's so nice. I'm the best accent ever. Yeah. Boy, we really went everywhere. I forget in season one, we had so many locations. And then by the time we got to season five, it was like, here's a corridor, here's a corridor, here's another great <laughs> corridor. <laughs> What's happening on the chat, babe? I'm like messaging with people. There's some questions. I'm just answering them. I don't oh. even know if it's the right answer. Are there going to be bloopers in season six and seven? I said, I, they don't really announce that. But I would think that there would be bloopers. Are there not the bloopers out for season six yet? Oh man, I'm sure there were a lot. That was such a fun season too. Oh my gosh. Um, Simcoe, what's up? Um, do you know, um, hi, I just wanna say I love you and thank you so much for doing this, but do you also know where the outside parts were filmed? Um, I think, well, the beach I wanna say was down near Santa Monica in LA. And then that big, uh, like this mansion, this was this wasn't a set. This was in the mansion, and I want to say that was also near the beach. I, maybe it was maybe it was Redondo Beach. I'd have to look up my call sheets. I wasn't there on that day, but it was all in LA. 
Um, you filmed quite a few times down in like the Long Beach near the Queen Mary area. Yeah, we filmed all this stuff on that big ship there. Yeah. But that was more industrial stuff. Right. What a nightmare to get down to Long Beach. <laughs> With traffic. Yeah. yeah. But on location days, um, they're just, they're usually really hard days. And whenever you start off going, I want to be on location all the time because it's so fun. And then actually, if you just have work in the studio, then it's so much easier. You get to just like have all the snacks you usually have. And then when you can home. monitor, it's like you don't have a plane flying over and like a train goes by. Yeah. And, like all that stuff. Don't get your heels in the grass. Well, look at your hair. Well, you look so young too. It was a di completely different color. Yeah. yeah. More like a chestnut. See how we both are like, <laughs> uh, whenever there's a table, I always just look of like, how are you leaning at? How we're leaning in slightly different ways, but you both claim, claim your way. This was, that was a really fun day, actually. Yes, Serena. Hi. Uh, do you think the writers had like any idea of how often Gravitonium was going to come up again in the show when they were writing this episode? I, I, I assume so because they had the whole season mapped out. Oh, but yeah, because did it come up with Talbot? Is that what you mean? Yeah. yeah. Like, because. With like Hall at the end, with like his hand. Yeah, like it was just so frequent. You think that just kind of organically happened, or and they were like, "Oh, we could use gravitonium again," or did they like did yeah. they, they they understand how often they would use it? I think um, I think they probably go, "What do we have? What have we established? How do we use that? How do we integrate it?" So they probably, I mean, I'm speaking for them now, but my thought would be yeah. that they would. They wouldn't necessarily have thought about Deke using it on his belt because I don't think anyone thought we were going to get that, like get that many episodes in. But I think at the start of each season, they'd go, how do we weave in things that we've kind of built our culture about? And that's what's so fun about, by the time we got to the end of season one and then into season two, it felt like we had built up enough things to for it to be our, like we were a, I don't want to say a culture. What's the right word? Like we were a community. Yeah, kind of a, a world in our An on ecosystem. our yeah, like on our own that we'd established stuff that then we could call back rather than having to rely on the movies and what they were doing and trying to universe. take those things in. Yeah, but it's not a universe. Is it? It's like we're a solar system on our own. Maybe. Yeah, yeah, maybe. Yeah. We didn't need to orbit around anything. We just could do our own thing. Yeah. Yes, Olivia. Oh, this is a great fight. Oh my gosh, this is like such a dream. I've been watching your lives since we started and it's like just so awesome. So oh, I'm so <laughs> many, glad many freak out now that I'm off mute um, <laughs> and happy early birthday as well. Thank you. That's insane. Um, so this is the first uh, mission that Sky does. Um, and so I'm just wondering, did you or did Chloe or did anybody know how like how her character was going to develop and how this mission would turn into the incredibleness that is Daisy and Quake and just the whole story. Did, did any of you know at the time that this was going to happen? Oh, Olivia, just dropping the mic with that question. <laughs> um, no, I think the writers did. I think they knew, they knew that, that it would be, that really S.H.I.E.L.D. is a story about uh, a misfit coming and, discovering that she's a superhero um 
but Chloe had no idea. They didn't tell her in the audition. There was no, like, I don't even think she had to do any sort of fight, uh, like stunt auditioning. No, but she did. Ha- and the, we had no idea. The I, I remember at the time she had, like, you knew that, I mean, one, you knew the show was going to be a massive deal. But then the other part well, was we like. Well, it was all, I guess we did all have military training at the start. The, yeah. But she had, I remember her screen test was like, like when you hear about, like, I don't know if you've ever like Googled like Robert Downey Jr. screen test from Iron Man. And it's like a full on, like they have other actors there, like catering. Like, that's what, like and- that's what they did for Chloe, which is. I've never heard of any other TV show. Yeah, so you're saying she would have known that the character was going to be a pretty big big deal. Yeah, Yeah, because for Ian and I's screen test, we were just in a room and for like a couple of hours. (laughs) You should say who else you you screen tested against. No, it has. Oh, I'm still, I'm not on mute. Oh my gosh, but yes. (laughs) (laughs) Well, maybe I could try and get. One of them is, you could say, couldn't you? I just don't know if that, I just feel like that's for them to say, you know, like, yeah, I don't know. Okay, well, then, no. oh, I know, I see who you mean that I could say. I don't know. We'll have to text him and ask him. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Christy, what's up? Hi. Hi. My, my question is if you could bring back one character that like died or left the show, who would it be? Oh my gosh, great question. I think, oh, how cool is that effect? Oh, anyway, um, uh, uh, well, we're biased, but we speak to Luke Mitchell and Simon Cassianides, who played Lincoln and Bakshi. We've actually gotten a few texts from them while we're on We this. speak to them pretty much every day. <laughs> so, which, I think Which, uh, Luke has a, a new show coming out, as does his wife. They, yeah. They're off to, like, go film it. If you're, I don't know if you follow them on Instagram, but they're up. Well. What, they're up? They have that on their Instagram. Yeah. They have new shows. Yeah, they're both in new shows. Yeah. I just, you just disclose a lot of information on It's here. on their Instagram. It's on, whatever. Um, so them, and also I've always felt a little bit bad. Oh, by the way, I almost got set deck on to talk about this episode with what uh, just happened with the Gravitonium when the whole set was um, like upside down. Um, but then I just like this idea more and I don't know why, I just felt like I really wanted to do this instead this week. But when I get set deck on, I'm gonna ask them about this cause um, you know, they'd like glued everything to the ceiling, which is just so cool. Um, anyway, sorry. And also they were very lucky that both of these guys like had very short hair because if you, yeah, like why is this tie not going up? I wonder what the logic is there. Do you know what I mean? Like, would his tie be up or no? Maybe gravitonium doesn't work like that. Must not be, because all this stuff, oh, whatever, Elizabeth, shut up. Um, What was the question? Oh, uh... oh, yeah, and I also felt bad that I killed Bakshi. So I think I've always felt a little bit bad about that, you know, so I'd bring back Bakshi. Maybe we could redeem him somehow. Uh, people are saying if you could send the link out again because there's still spots they <gasps> can't access it because it's too far up in the chat oh yes i should just up my zoom limit again because right now it's yeah i think we should just up it that was so fun on the um finale 
Yes, here we go. Someone said that if we watch all the episodes again, it will take two and a half years. You're stuck with us, guys. <laughs> I wouldn't be mad about that. Yay. <laughs> well, people are saying maybe two a week. What do you guys think about two a week? Or is one a week just fine? Whatever. Should we do a marathon where we just stay up for 24 hours? <laughs> we just eat Coke and drink popcorn. Wait, what? Soda. Yeah, I just meant I'm saying it backwards. Oh, because you're just so, so tired. Yeah. And yeah. excited about it. Exactly. I know what you mean about this being kind of almost the genesis of, genesis, is that the right word? Of Daisy with her, like with the guns and like the moves and the stunts and stuff. They probably watched this and were like, oh, thank goodness, she can just do it all. How fun was that? Awesome. And she had to be like absolutely soaked all day after this. Just kept pouring water over her so that she could remain wet in the running uh -oh. scenes. Uh-oh, what's happening? He's falling over. Um, Prana, your hand was up before and I missed you. How are you doing? Oh, hi, hi. Sorry for joining again. I only wanted to do it in the end, but then I felt bad because I did it. I was in it last week. I probably shouldn't have done it again. Sorry. No, of course. Are you kidding me? It's so interesting that you are like a few people have yeah, been on here twice because I was. It was so random. Me just yeah, you just hitting pop, admit. Pop, 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 pop. Um, you maybe you guys were just first both weeks. I'll provide the sound up. effects. Yeah. What was it like? Pop, 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 pop. There you go. Um. Foley artist here. <laughs> what is your question? Um, sorry, one thing before. You know how tomorrow's your birthday? Well, obviously, you know. But um, <laughs> my friend Lauren, she's doing this thing on Instagram, hashtag um, Lil's Birthday Bash, and they're going to be posting a bunch of videos on there that they worked really hard on. So oh. I know that like, if you checked it out, it would mean a lot to them. Yes, I'll definitely do that. Lil's Birthday Bash. Yeah. Oh, I love that. A bash. Yeah. Oh, that's so lovely. Who started that? Um, my friend Lauren. Her username is at Agent Santiago with a C instead of an A. Well, thank you, Santiago. Lauren. Or, I'm going to find it. Oh, Lauren. my gosh. Look at that. Already sent it in the chat. I'll type it in the chat. This is what I need. I'm like, I just need you guys to organize all my life in general. Look at this. I've already got the messages in there. Someone asked you a question. Yeah. Uh, First off, happy early birthday. Thank you. Uh, when you first, this Who is from, is this is from uh, Kayla, K-A-L-A-R. Uh, when you first started acting, did you think that you'd be this successful? And when did you fall in love with acting? And will you admit that Zach is just much cooler than you? I don't know. Wow, that's crazy. it's interesting that that just that last part went might not away. Have been on yeah, there, yeah, but, yeah. Uh, um, I, uh, I fell in love with acting when I was... 12 or 13 my best friend Emily wanted to go to drama club and she wanted someone to go with her so I went with her and we just loved it we we kind of were we felt like little misfits at school but we didn't mind we were quite happy to like be like that but when we went to drama club together it just felt so we just felt like we'd kind of found our tribe a little bit in each other I don't know it's not like we really had many other friends two of you. than each other ah. um, but it happened at a really good time there were new drama teachers and so we felt like um I don't and know you're, like and there you're weren't still any favorites yeah. oh yeah I am yeah. Yeah. um 
And then, no, I never thought I would be, a, the only thing, my main ambition was, oh my gosh, can you imagine if I can pay my rent with acting? Like that was, if I don't have to have another supplemental job, then that to me would have been like, whoa. And I gave myself five years to try and make that happen because I felt like if I'm still doing my side jobs, I don't know, like I might have to have an actual bit more of a life plan. Although I do love it so much, I'd still probably keep doing it even if I had to do all the side jobs because I never mind doing them because I just loved the acting. Wow, look at this effect. So this would have all been green screen and they just put you in a harness and then kind of you have the camera above you and then they just drop you down. Yeah, so cool. And the bits when you start getting covered in things, it was like when I got shot, like swallowed up by the monolith in season four. Was that four? Three. And then I was there in season four, Everyone's right? Like two. I mean, oh, three to four, two to, oh God. Two to um, three. May I? Sorry. Please. Um, at the end, the cliffhanger and the season two was you getting sucked in and season three, you were there. Oh, Lots of gosh, agreeing. was that only season two I got sucked yeah. in? Oh. I tell you, very you end, guys so. are just on it. On it's it. unbelievable. It's amazing. Yeah. Amazing. And I lived it and I have no idea. I can tell you. <laughs> Put a gun to my head, I wouldn't know. Um, yes, Ali, what's going on? Um, I just wanted to ask again, sorry. Um, who is your favorite villain in the show? Like of all the seasons, like if that makes sense. Yes. Um, I think Paxton, Garrett, just because he was, I mean, he he was just so incredible as a human but as an actor you His just so nice oh james is the best yeah but he was just so you wanted to you watched him and you loved him but then he was just so bad he was such a baddie that to me i was the most conflicted he was the baddie that i rooted for the most that's cool yeah great yeah. question oh look at her. this was this made me cry when i was watching this because it was the whole like, this is what the show is about. Everybody kind of, you're, it was like a family. You're allowed to kind of annoy people and argue. And then by the end of the episode, you all come back around and you just realize, oh, we're family. Yeah. You know? And she got to wear sweats again, which she probably absolutely loved. You know? Yeah. I'm just thinking like, did they wrap her hands or like, did they glove them? Uh, here's another. Monica's well, asking. They them, look. Yeah. I was just seeing, like, is it a fake oh, rat? Oh, it a fake rat? Yeah. No, that would have probably taken a really long time and been quite annoying because you can't really eat or do any stuff. That's what I was thinking. That's what I was really <laughs> looking. Uh, Monica Silva says, as actors, how do, you, how do you guys approach your own acting? How do you evaluate yourself? It must be weird to see yourself on screen. And insecurities might kick in, too. How do you cope with all of that? Ooh, good question. Uh... Mm, in terms of process for me it all starts with the script I think all the clues are in the script so um, there's a lot of breaking down of scripts and what you're trying to do with each line why did you use this word and not that word and what you're trying to do so a lot of script analysis I think um, what was the other question how do you cope with seeing yourself on screen mm -hmm. um, I actually don't mind it I love watching playback I think as long as you can watch it and not pick, pull yourself apart and I like to watch everything. I've, I watch every episode once to see uh, where I can improve. 
I don't allow myself to like watch scenes over and over that I feel like I'm just killed, like didn't do very well in. Um, but I do find it helpful to watch. Some people don't watch. Ian never hates watching himself on screen. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know what that says about me. I don't mind it. <laughs> I don't really mind it either. In fact, like even when it comes to auditioning, like I'd rather, I think we talked about it on one of these, where it's like, I'd rather self-tape than- Yeah, you'd rather see it. I'd rather Isn't see it. Isn't that just it. so cool? I wonder yeah. how much that effect costs. I should ask Cole Pat. Emily, is Emily chat on our video and in the chat? Did you ask a question about Safe Six? Yeah, I did. I, I watched it last week and I was like, oh my God, it's the reunion we didn't get. <laughs> it was so funny because it was Simon that came up with the idea and was like, hey, we're all kind of sitting around. Like, should we? Let's just do something He's fun. like, would you guys want hey, to? Hey, this was the fun. Is... Well, we missed it. That's it. The episode's <laughs> over. Who didn't get to ask a question? Because I would love to everyone, get around everyone. Okay, to. let's do Gwen and then we'll do Walt and then we'll do Kinsley. And Miranda wants one too. Hi, um, uh, thanks for answer, or asking me. Um, so I was back to Bill Paxton. How did you feel whenever you figured out that he was Hydra? Because I know for like, um, for Brett, uh, they like had everybody in the room and then they like, it, or they revealed it to everyone at once. But like, how did you feel whenever you learned that Bill Paxton was gonna be Hydra? Um, I think, Oh, I can't really remember. I feel like we might have known from the start with that one. Um, and I think there's there's one of those things when you get such a huge name, I think we all kind of thought what would be the most significant thing that he would be. And it'd probably be like the big dog at Hydra. Um, so I feel like maybe we had a bit of an idea. Mm -hmm. My memory's rusty though. Thank you. Yes. Okay, well, what's up? Hi. Hi. Awesome. Um, I have a really dumb question, um, which is if the maturity rating of the show had been higher, which character do you think would curse the most? Oh, uh, Fitz. Yeah. Thousand percent. And it would be very obscure Scottish stuff that honestly they probably could have gotten away with now. Yeah. Yeah. I think the the like scale of British swear words and American swear words, you're allowed some British swear words on network TV, but just non-American. Like bollocks, would that yeah, be allowed? Yeah, bloody, and well, we probably should. I mean, it's not good to say bad language, but there's a list of words. But are those, that, is that bad word? That's like, that's well, it's not- bad. In, it's bad, like it's not a great England. word in England, yeah. We're not in England right now, I don't know. I but don't that's know. the interesting thing about American TV is that's not deemed as offensive because I don't know, maybe we it don't just know sounds it nice in our accent, yeah. I guess. Um, right, who did I say was next? Yes, go for it. Your name is covered at the second book. What's your question? To. Oh, well, I can't see because, oh, look, here we go. Ask to unmute. There we go. Kinsley. Kinsley, sorry, your name was covered by, um, oh, by me, actually. Kinsley, do you have a question? Oh, you can't talk. Oh, you got to be quiet. Oh, okay. Did you put it in the Here, chat? Yeah, she put it in the chat. Let me see. Well, this is really testing my um, technological skills. Why can't I see? Oh, here oh, it is. Here it is. Um, I have a question, but I can't talk aloud at the moment. But I wanted to know what your favorite episode to film was in season one. It's actually coming up 106. I say it's coming up in a couple of weeks. What was 106? Uh, when I got the Chitauri virus. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's called Fitz F. Z, Z, T. And why? Why was that your favorite? 
Um, because it's the first one that I was given pretty dramatic scenes to do. Oh, Walt, because you are so amazing that episode. Come on, Zach, catch up. For goodness sakes, hello. I just hear it Love from seeing you. myself on screen. I got loads of scenes. <laughs> Who else have we not heard from? I feel like we've heard. Oh, no, Miranda. Oh, my gosh. How have we not heard from you? Because she's been so patient. She knew she's like, I'm going to let other she people. Knew. Yeah, she yeah. knew. Yeah, I was like trying to like not raise my hand as conspicuously. So I was trying to hide it. <laughs> What's going on, Miranda? Oh my gosh, look at that dog. Uh, long time no see, you know? I know. <laughs> I showed my parents the video of this YouTube video and my mom was just as confused at you at group chat, so don't worry. <laughs> okay, for you. Okay, for you. Yeah. <laughs> Me and um, <laughs> My question for you is, what was your favorite thing to do with the cast in between takes when you guys were filming? Um... What was that? I tell you, my least favorite thing was Chloe and Ian for a while had it, this thing where they would ad lib songs and dances, and I was just like, oh, I just cannot compete with this. So every time they would start doing it, I would slink was it away. Dub smash a huge thing in the first season too. Was that season one or season two? It was around season three. You guys had like a season three. <laughs> here yeah so they would do those things and i'd be like oh my gosh i can't sing and i can't really dance so i'm gonna be over here <laughs> we were just singing today in the car yeah we, there we go perfect example. i didn't put it up though um but we didn't know each other that well then now i feel like now i'd be fine doing whatever um <laughs> but our favorite thing to do is probably go and get a snack make a cup of tea just joke and chat and laugh and just like being at school you know if school was great, that's what it had was. Had you like. ever had iced tea before coming to the States? I never really have had iced tea ever. Now, even yeah, that's now. That's what I'm drinking. I know, I just don't understand it. Okay, you guys. <laughs> Who hasn't? I think we've spoken to everyone, right? On here. Everyone's had at least one question. I'm going to let everybody in now and um, get to wave to people. You guys, this was so fun. Thank you for being here. Feel free to unmute as I bring people in, even if it just gets chaotic. I would love to hear your thoughts. Oh, how great was that? Oh, you've made it to the end. It's over. I'm so sorry, but we will have another episode coming out tomorrow, which will be episode 104. Thank you so much for everybody being on the Zoom, being up for it. I absolutely loved your questions. I learned so much. <laughs> I hope that you did too or just enjoyed it at least. And come back tomorrow for episode 104 where we'll be speaking to Pascal Armand who starred in the episode who is just, oh my gosh, the most incredible performer and has so many interesting things to say about the episode and behind the scenes stuff and background of how she got where she is and just um, that episode, next week's episode, or I guess tomorrow's episode of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Watch Along was just epic. There was so much in it. Uh, it is titled I Spy. We also have Anne Foley, costume designer on, and Mark Kolpak, VFX extraordinaire, genius man. Uh, and we'll talk about how closely costume and VFX all work together um, and how that was for Pascal. 
Thank you so much for being here. This is potentially the time I would read some comments or reviews or emails or some ink. But we're not there yet. We've still got a few to go before we can be in sync and we put these out live, the rollout. So do keep writing them. Thank you for your reviews and your comments. Thank you for subscribing. I hope you guys are enjoying this. And please just know that come next Tuesday, we'll be I'll be able to react a bit more um, in the moment to them. So we'll start to be able to mould this to what you guys want and need and deserve and maybe what you don't even realise you want yet. Thank you so much for listening. I'm wishing you a brilliant day or night, whatever whatever hour of day it is that you're listening to this. Let me know how this sound setup was. And that's that's it. That's me coming to you from the basement in Indiana, which I think I will be changing locations a few times during the recording of this podcast because it's gonna last for two years. Ah. Oh brilliant. Hey, I love you. Thanks so much for listening. This has been Live with Lil, episode three, doing a watch along of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., episode 103, The Asset. See you next week for episode 104.